It's Thursday, November 11th, and you're listening to the IDS Daily Rundown podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Raddy. Last night, IU women's basketball won its season opener against Butler with a final score of 86-63. IU men's soccer beat Northwestern 1-0 in overtime yesterday as well, moving on to face Penn State in the Big Ten Championship. Transportation Demand Management is partnering with the Crimson Cupboard Food Pantry during the Thanksgiving season in a new initiative called the Kindness Commute Campaign. Students, faculty, and staff can log their miles of sustainable transportation, such as walking or riding a bike or scooter, and TDM will donate $1 for every mile, up to $1,000, to the Crimson Cupboard. The initiative began on November 1st and will run through the 20th. Anna Dragovich, Transportation Demand Management Coordinator and Bicycle Manager, said the campaign is a great way to meet both the goals of her department and the Crimson Cupboard. The partnership will encourage students, faculty, and staff to use sustainable modes of transportation while benefiting students struggling with food insecurity, she said. After two years without a way to engage and connect with one another, the potpourri of the arts in the African-American tradition is back and will take place on November 14th at 3 p.m. in the IU Auditorium. It will include some history focusing on Black culture, music, and movement. The Potpourri of the Arts celebrates Black performance aesthetics through mediums of music and dance. Dr. Raymond Wise, Associate Director of the African American Arts Institute and Director of the African American Choral Ensemble, said one of the unique aspects of African American performance that stems from the African tradition is the performance's collective and interactive nature. The relationship between audience and performer demands that the audience be more than a respectful listener, but an active participant. The potpourri includes three student ensembles, the African-American Dance Company, the African-American Choral Ensemble, and the IU Soul Review, each contributing their own style and techniques in order to bring the entire show together. This year, the potpourri will be celebrating 50 years of the IU Soul Review. According to their webpage, since 1971, the IU Soul Review has been the only collegiate credit-bearing Black music ensemble in the nation. Dora Carter, a 21-year-old IU student studying sculpture, has worked part-time as an assistant teacher at Hoosier Courts Nursery School, an IU-owned preschool, since July. While it's the most difficult, draining job she's ever worked, it's also one of the lowest paying, $10.50 an hour. Even before the pandemic, childcare workers earned some of the lowest wages in the country. Only 2% of jobs paid less in 2019. But since COVID-19 erupted, the job has only gotten harder while pay has stagnated and staff sizes have dropped. Today, preschool teachers don't just have to worry about keeping kids safe and helping them learn. They have to weigh the risks of exposing themselves daily to dozens of unvaccinated children, some of whom don't yet know how to wash their hands. One reason preschools struggle to pay teachers enough is a failing business model. Indiana regulations require a student-to-teacher ratio of 1 to 10 for licensed preschools that serve three-year-olds, meaning they must hire large amounts of staff compared to how many families pay tuition. According to Hoosier Court's website, about 80% of its budget goes toward teacher salaries. According to a September survey of 216 child care programs in the state of Indiana, 90% are facing staffing shortages. Half of all respondents said hiring is more difficult now than it was before the pandemic, and 80% said low wages were the biggest hurdle to hiring because almost every other job pays more. For the rest of Dora's story and a deep dive into COVID risk and overwork for low pay and child care, visit idsnews.com. 
Other stories in today's newsletter include a look at the Rutgers football team, a behind-the-scenes tour of the Glenn Close costume exhibit, a self-care event for the IU Center of Excellence for Women in Technology, and more. You can find all of these stories and more at idsnews.com. This podcast was adapted from the Daily Rundown newsletter written by Jenny Moran, the IDS newsletter editor. It included excerpts from some of the stories that the newsletter links off to. If you have any feedback about how we can improve the Daily Rundown podcast, you can reach me at kradde at iu.edu.